Welcome to the Leading in Love podcast. If you are a leader in any capacity who is married or considering marriage, you're tuned into the right place. We help leaders take care of their marriages. Remember, you are a successful leader and your marriage and family can be successful too. You don't have to sacrifice leadership for love and you don't have to sacrifice love for leadership. And now, here are your hosts, Gary and Julie. Hey! Yo! How y'all doing? Wait, how are they doing or how am I doing? Well, how are they doing? But how are yeah, you? Yeah, how are you guys doing? Everybody's good out there? Yes, everyone is good, I hope. Yeah. You look good. Always. A thousand percent always. <laughs> so, where are we at? So, we're at, we're on part three of this series. Right. We're talking about how to create non-stop marriages. And the topic or the title for this episode is called Responsibility Rules. Yes. So, um, the rules of responsibility, not how responsibility governs. Anyway, Julie, what you got for us? What do I got for you? Well, come on now. When someone does something wrong, we expect them to take responsibility and own up to the mistake, right? Of course. We also expect them to show some regret, apologize, make reconciliation, and give some sort of indication as to how they plan to behave in the future. True. This is more of an after-the-fact type of taking responsibility. Yeah, because something already went bad. Absolutely. After the fact, okay. We are talking about how to take responsibility before any wrongdoing and hopefully minimize any negative outcomes in your marriage. Taking responsibility in the beginning basically means assigning roles. Okay. So the questions are how do you actually assign roles? How do you hold each other accountable to those roles? And how you support each other in those roles. So wait, I remember when you used to run that facility as mm-hmm. a director of care. Mm-hmm. You had to hire people. Absolutely. Okay. So you have to like put stuff out there to tell people about the job. Absolutely. So what happens if you put up a notice? So if you, put, if you post a notice that you are hiring for a job position... You must provide details on the role or roles and the task associated with those roles, True. right? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. It might even be necessary to describe how those roles and tasks interact with other roles and tasks in the organization because roles can be different from organization to organization. 100%. After the role is defined, Probably a very important question is what support is available. Support support is the most important factor for succeeding in almost anything. Yeah, like I support you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) How many successful CEOs are there who do everything themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Very few, unless you are talking about a very, very small company where the employer is the lone employee. Yeah. C- 
CEOs need strong support for success. Usually, after careful consideration, they appoint other chiefs. Chief financial officers, chief operating officers, chief information officers, chief marketing officers, chief product owners, chief data officers, depending on the organ depending on the company, could go on and on. Yeah, the list is kind of random and it does depend on the organization. Exactly. Yeah. These chiefs along with their team are expected to carry out key aspects of the business and are held accountable for the performance and outcomes in those areas. Makes sense. A lot of times in marriage, we assign roles and then watch our spouse swim out in the ocean with the current as their only support. Meanwhile, we are at the edge of the beach watching. Yeah. Like that time we went... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's that's not related. On the, the only thing is that and I was at the beach. Yes, on. he was on the beach watching me getting hit on by a man, and he would not. Well, it's probably because I had that coconut drink. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a coconut yes, drink, and we it was, know it was, it was not. drinking a coconut. Yes. <laughs> you know, he was turned all the way up that time because. It was in the Caribbeans and it was in Bahamas and these guys. One one know. shot is like ten. They don't they <laughs> don't they don't have standard amounts like how Canada does. <laughs> There's no health Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about role assignment. Yeah. And I think this is something that happens in marriages that mm-hmm. people don't really think about, but it happens. Yeah. And just like you said, they they arbitrarily assign these roles and then they just leave their spouse to do it. No support. Yeah. The only support is their environment. Right. So here's your role. Go figure it out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So roles can be as big as who's the primary breadwinner mm-hmm. or as small as who takes out the trash. Mm-hmm. Okay? So at different times in the, in the marriage and family cycle, roles are sometimes assigned arbitrarily. Mm-hmm. For example, I remember when you had a C-section. Mm-hmm. I became your PSW, your personal support worker. Mm-hmm. And I remember yeah. sleeping on the floor <laughs> beside the bed because, you know, when I sleep, when we sleep in the bed, I kind of sleep on a diagonal. Yeah. So imagine you with your C-section having yeah. and me sleeping on a diagonal rolling all over the place. Yeah. That would make you very, very uncomfortable. Of course. Right? So yeah, yeah. I slept on the floor and then whenever the baby cried, I'd get up kind of help you get settled, pass you the baby, you'd breastfeed, and I'd take the baby back, change a diaper, blah, 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 put her back in the crib. you go back, maybe get you something to eat, and then I'd go back on the floor. And this happened for like a week until you were strong enough to start moving around, maybe getting your own food, and so forth. So that role just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it was what was needed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So, you know, and... Imagine we're at home, we're sleeping at night, and there's a big bang downstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go wake up my son and say, hey, yo, go check <laughs> what's going on downstairs. If you see anybody you don't recognize, just run back upstairs. That's whack. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> me, being the husband, I got to grab my favorite weapon and go check. What my favorite weapon is, all I got is a baseball bat, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's got to help us out. 
right? Yeah. But even like if you have children, naturally the wife kind of becomes a primary caregiver because you know she bore the children, mm-hmm. and you want you could argue this as much as you want, but studies show that she has the greatest attachment to the child mm-hmm. after the the childbirth. Yeah. Okay. Or after the birth. Absolutely. Or in some cases, when it comes to managing a budget, you know, you might say, okay, let's see who can count to a thousand the fastest. And whoever can count to a thousand the fastest, they manage the family budget. So sometimes we assign roles very arbitrarily, but we kind of have some standard ways to assign some roles so that you get optimal performance in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... If you're going to properly assign roles, the following aspects must be present, okay? The first one is, you need to know what you are working towards. What is your vision? What are your personal goals and mutual goals? It might sound trivial, but even having children. When, When we have children, how are we planning on raising these children? Yeah. How many children... Can we realistically nurture, considering where we live, our careers, the type of support that is available from parents, maybe? Or for parents. like Or for parents. What's out there for parents exactly. as far as resources and stuff. Resources yeah. within the community, right, et cetera. Right, 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 right. Even maybe even within your organization. They might give you um, great benefits, right. for example. Whereas some don't. Whereas some don't, exactly. depending on the roles that right. you carry. Right. You know, do, do we plan to be business owners someday? That's a big part yeah. as well. Do we plan to be heads of organizations someday? Right. That could mean now you're bringing work home. Yeah. Into the evenings, into the weekends, having to travel on a regular basis. Right. Those are all things that you need to take in consideration. Another thing to go with that is that you have to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to, have to, have to be honest. You must be willing to share your strengths and weaknesses. So, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. Talk about your skills. What are you good at? What are you not good at? Mm-hmm. Okay? In which situations do you crumble do you respond well to pressure? Mm-hmm. Are you a fight or flight type when it comes to pressure? Mm-hmm. Can you differentiate between your ceiling, mm-hmm. you know, your potential, and your floor? Right. You know, where you fall when you're at your worst. In other words, do you have room for improvement or is mm-hmm. this as good as it's going to get? Mm-hmm. Some people love to chase their dreams, but when you chase your dreams, are you unbearable and non-negotiable? You know, do you become so tunnel vision that no one else exists in your mind or in your world. If you become so tunnel vision that no one else exists in your mind or in your world, yeah. then that means you're Xing out your wife, mm-hmm. you're Xing out your kids. Mm-hmm. Okay? Are you the type that's able to collaborate and share responsibility? So when it comes to role assignment, you have to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The next one is you have to think collaboratively. Okay? We keep talking about collaboration where spouses work together. To get the best outcome. They put everything on the table. Prioritize the items on the table. Based on factors such as resources, time, people, skills. And then diligently work towards those outcomes. This way both partners are engaged. And they both create win-win situations. True. Think securing your marriage. Collaboration between spouses is one sure way of securing your marriage. Mm-hmm. All right, so again, you have to think collaboratively. 
The next one is you need to have self-awareness. This is huge. Yeah, people don't have self-awareness, man. It's yeah, it's a really important skill. Self-awareness in general simply means who are you being in the moment. By definition, it is the conscious knowledge of your own character, feelings, motives, and desires. Yep, sounds about right. When we are aware of who we are being in the moment, we understand who we are going to become. Yes. Certain times we engage in certain conversations and we walk away feeling debilitated. Yes. Or that was a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness can help you determine the value of that conversation because you are able to evaluate your character and your desires in that conversation. So an extension to that is not only having self-awareness, mm -hmm. but you have to have relational self-awareness. That's good. So remember, self-awareness is about you, mm -hmm. while relational self-awareness is being able to communicate your feelings and experiences to your spouse right. or others around you. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple of articles in Psychology Today, Psychology Today and Women's Health Magazine, and they were credited to Dr. Alexandra Solomon mm -hmm. and Anthea England, respectively. Mm -hmm. And they suggest that relational self-awareness is the, the number one quality you should mm -hmm. look for in a spouse or in your next date. Mm -hmm. And we agree that relational self-awareness is a crucial part of your marriage. Now, the article suggests these four things with regards to relational self-awareness. One, you got to be able to talk about feelings directly. Okay. Rather than acting out. Yeah. Okay, don't just act out, but talk about exactly what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. The second is, you're able to view issues in a relationship as a combination of what both parties did wrong. Mm -hmm. So that means you're sharing responsibility and accountability. Mm -hmm. The third thing is, you can talk about how past relationships impact your current relationships. Mm -hmm. So whether it was an intimate relationship or even relationship with your family. Mm -hmm. How are those relationships affecting this relationship now? Yeah, yeah. And the fourth thing, which is very important, is you can actually listen to feedback about yourself without freaking out or running away yeah. or jumping into fight or flight where you fight back, you're wrong, you don't know anything about me, or running away, oh my God, they discovered stuff about me. Let me get out of this. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So once you've gone through those five things in your marriage, and now you need to figure out exactly what needs to be done, and then somebody takes the job. So mm -hmm. what tasks are there? Okay? Mm -hmm. Rank them from top to bottom with the criteria of do or die at the top. Mm -hmm. Like if we don't do this, we're dead. Yeah. Relationship's done. Mm -hmm. And then at the bottom, you're going to have don't do and still survive. Mm -hmm. So if you don't do this, yes, if the garbage doesn't get thrown out on Friday mm -hmm. and it has to wait another two weeks, if you keep it in the house, you'll die from carbon monoxide. When you put it at the back of the house, all you got to deal with a bunch of raccoons and skunks picking through your garbage. Yeah. So that should probably go down to the bottom list. You're not going to die. And then once you have the ranking, just see who's better fit for the job. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to be the decide who is the breadwinner, and you have a lot of financial obligations, for whatever reason that must be dealt with, then obviously making a certain level of income might be a do-or-die situation. Mm -hmm. In this case, the person with the highest paying job should probably be the primary breadwinner. Mm -hmm. And it's not an issue of, I'm man, you're a woman, yeah. I provide, you cook. Right. It's, we have a lot of things to pay for. Mm -hmm. 
you make more money than I do. You work. Yeah. And I'll deal with the other stuff. Right? And truthfully, I mean, that could change over time. And you see, that's, I think we're sort of oversimplifying this because there's a lot of psychological you know, aspects that go into this. Like mm-hmm. I said, the I'm man, you're a woman, I provide, you cook. Yeah. We're still kind of getting out of that. Some people are still in that. A yeah. lot of cultures, not every culture is changing at the same rate. Mm-hmm. Okay? So women still struggle for, you know, rights, same as men. And even though in our society, was, you know, quote unquote, more developed, we still see a lot of gaps. Absolutely. So we're still trying to figure it out. So you can survive a short while without a budget, going back to the whole budget thing. Mm-hmm. But over time, it's going to come and bite you in the butt. Yeah. So if money is an issue, financial obligations are an issue, you know that you need a certain level of income, mm-hmm. and you have to spread your time, say, amongst kids. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? You be the primary breadwinner. Go work. I'll stay home. Yeah. Yeah. That. Absolutely. Okay. So we talked about role assignment. Mm-hmm. So the next thing we're going to talk about is role accountability. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the other question we ask. How are we going to remain accountable to each other with regards to these roles? So what happens if I don't throw out the garbage? What happens? What happens if the budget isn't managed well? What happens if you refuse to go to work, Julie? Mm-hmm. What happens if you're unable to work mm-hmm. for reasons that are justified? You're stressed out at work. God forbid, there's the onset of mental health issues. Yep. Um, you, I mean, I know you worked in the hospital, and for a while, you know, a lot of people were dying. Mm-hmm. You saw people dying, how it impacted their families. Mm-hmm. You saw people suffer extensively. Yeah. And you had kids at home, so it kind of played into your psyche a little bit. Yeah. And sure not only that, you're working overnight, so the work started taking a physical toll on your body. Right? Yeah. You know, what if you're in a job like construction where you're doing a lot of heavy lifting? You're working long shifts. Mm-hmm. You might be in a job where you're working overnight and then coming home to dealing with young children who need to go to school. Yeah. And then you got to wake up for them to get off the bus. So, of course. Imagine doing these things over and over. You get tired. Yeah. You get worn out. Okay? Yeah. So when it comes to accountability, we're not talking about performance out of a scale of 1 to 10. Or, you know, like if you look at human resources, when we look at performance evaluation, nine boxing each other Mm -hmm. on actual performance versus potential performance. Mm -hmm. Role accountability is how well your marriage and family is secured. Right, right. It's not just about performance. And it's not about who's right. And it's not about who's wrong. Yeah. When it comes to role accountability, all you're doing is going back through the five-point criteria for role assignment. What are you working towards? Are you being honest? Right? Are you thinking collaboratively? Are you, do you have individual self-awareness? Is there relational self-awareness? When you can answer these questions, you have produced accountability. Yeah. So it's more about being accountable to each other than being accountable to the role. Yes. Because the roles will change because life happens and things in your marriage are going to change as a result of life happening. Yeah. So you might really be only be the one to grow your career to a certain point. You might only be able to be the CEO for so long. And many CEOs have left high-profile jobs in, in, in for-profit industry to be CEOs in non-profit industries mm-hmm. or in organizations that support non-profit organizations. 
Some step down to occupy more supportive roles. Okay? Absolutely. Like, you can constantly grow your marriage, but of course, it takes work. And here's the thing. If your parents, you know that the baby needs to be fed, the household needs income, spouses need affection, so it's important that the required roles are completed. So if the role assignment goes well, Mm -hmm. then role accountability will also go well. Right? Because if certain things aren't done, then there are do or die situations. If do or die situations pop up and you're not doing things well, you're going to die. One person or one person is going to suffer tremendously trying to hold it together. Yeah. And we see a lot of situations where people like complaining, wives, I've been, I've been, I've been holding the family together for the last 10 years. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's insane. And then again, you're not accountable to the role. But you're accountable to each other so that when the role has to change, you can temporarily delegate to each other and it's not that big of a deal. And most importantly, you can support each other. And that is the most important part. Yes. Is the role support. And that's what we're getting into now, role support. Right, right. Role support is very, very important. The key word here is responsiveness, which by definition... It's the quality of being able to react quickly and positively. But what are you reacting to? Right. So, before any response can be expected, a stimuli or something that causes a reaction must exist. This is only possible if relational self-awareness exists. Mm -hmm. Remember people who have relational self-awareness. They are able to talk about feelings directly rather than act out, okay? Mm-hmm. They can view issues in a relationship as a combo of what both people did wrong, yep. okay? They can also talk about how past relationships impact their current relationships, True. okay? They can listen to feedback about themselves without completely freaking out And fighting back or running away. True. Once relational self-awareness exists, then responsiveness can be played out. So let's do a little role-playing here. Wait, on the podcast? Yes, honey. Not not in the bed. (laughs) I want to be (laughs) Spider-Man. That's gross. Okay, stop it. <laughs> so we're not going to go there. Let's do a little role play. All right, okay? start it up. Start it up. Okay. Start it up. Hey, honey, I'm burning out at work. I love the job. My team is great. The support from management is great. But the last two quarters were way below expectation. So now I have to find a way to help get us back on our annual targets at least. This is going to require a major push from my... From, from my end okay you know I usually thrive under pressure but I can't remember dealing with pressure for this length of time so long I am really going to need your help to get through these next three months the last time I felt this much pressure I nearly crumbled but I knew it was because I had too much going on at work at home running around with the kids and I was just squeezed for time. Okay. Do you think you will lose your job if you underperform? Well, it is possible because we might not get the seed money we need 
if we can't show the results that the investors are looking for. So they're probably going to let people go. Okay, so since we're looking at the next two quarters, let's see how this quarter goes. I'll take care of all the kids' activities. I'll do the drop-off and pick-up. Okay. I have some extra vacation time at work that I can use. Mm -hmm. I also have the opportunity to work from home once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if this quarter turns around, that will give you some momentum to a better fourth quarter and, of course, a better end of year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thanks, honey. I appreciate your love and support. A little simple. Yeah. Maybe oversimplifying it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But... And I know, you know, in those conversations, you know... Couples don't go through paragraphs, right? <laughs> and, and they don't let each other talk. No, no. What the heck? What? What are you talking about? What, what's Jim doing? What's Bill doing? <laughs> Why do they fire Bill and put you in this role? And like exactly. Yeah. So. But you understand the point that we're making there. That you should learn to talk properly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Learn. Yes. Learn to share. Yeah. As much as you can, and show where you need the support and help. Absolutely. And, as we said, collaborate, okay? The next one. What happened in that little dialogue was one spouse expressed themselves clearly on what they needed, okay? And their past experiences. And the other spouse didn't take anything personal and tried to point blame. But they saw where they could fit in. Plus, they made a plan to... Take one quarter at a time. Yeah. Relational self-awareness. Exactly. Talk about things directly. Okay. Don't take it personal. Let's see how past experience could impact the current. And then don't freak out if you think you're being pointed at. Mm -hmm. So to show support, basically you need to do the following. You need to listen very carefully. Right. Don't take anything personal where you end up getting defensive and then turning around and being offensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Be empathetic. Yeah. Okay. Think collaboratively. Offer realistic support. Mm-hmm. Like, what can you really do? Because yeah. if you take on stuff that you can't really handle, then you're both going to suffer. Yeah. But if you say, here's what I can really do, and then now let's go outside for help. Yeah. Can we get our parents involved? Can exactly. we get our brothers involved? Can we pay somebody to help us out? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And then, of course, take it one step at a time. And like all the Jamaican people, or like the old-time Jamaican people say, one, one, cocoa full basket. What in the world does that mean? <laughs> Dopey know who, who them for frighten. Okay. Okay, that's, that's what we'll do. One, that, one cocoa full basket, that means, you you know, one thing, one thing, you know, you fill your basket one egg at a time. There you go. One, one cocoa full basket? Yes. Or Dopey know who for frighten. Dopey know who to frighten. Fee. Fee frighten. Yes. That so means people know how to... Pe- who, yeah, exactly. People know, how, know who to pick on. But that's kind of irrelevant to this right now. <laughs> I just wanted to throw another random Jamaican phrase in this. 15 years of marriage, I'm still learning. So there you have it, folks. All Non-stop right. marriage is a lot of work. Yes. But it gets you one step closer to creating a non-stop marriage when you have responsibility rules. Mm-hmm. Knowing how to assign roles, being accountable to each other, and not the role in order to provide security and then of course supporting each other in the role is crucial mm-hmm. to a non-stop marriage so the next part of these series we will be talking about how to ask for what you want in order to get your needs met in other words how to make requests rather than complain about things 
I think that's a skill a lot of us need. Absolutely. Hope y'all be listening. All right, everybody, that is our feature for today. Thank you so much again for hanging out with us. We love, love, love spending time with you. Remember, you are a successful leader, and your marriage and family can be successful, too.